Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the second episode of Chalk Talk here with Micro Brew Radio. I hope you've had a brilliant week. Today on the show, we have young Cohen Bradford. How are you today, Cohen? All right, thank you, Dave. How are you? First off, I'm very well, thank you. Thank you for asking. Have you had a good week? Yeah, it's been great, thank yeah. you. Been at school? But, um, I don't really like school, but I've done quite well, to be honest. Good lad, good lad. Okay, so um, we're just going to start out this week with a couple of shout-outs just in the local area. Um just for future reference, if you had, if you do need any shout-outs about your local businesses, we'll get them run out through the show. So just drop me a message during the week and I will get them out for you. So first of all, I'd just like to mention uh, the Jubilee up in Winsel. For those of you that know Penny and Spanner, on the 21st of June at 8pm, they are having a, a pro night up there where you can play against um, a couple of the pros. We've got Clint Ianson. I hope I've pronounced that right. Is that right? Yeah, it's Clint Ianson. Which yeah, is we'll take that. Good. good stuff. Is he a good player? Oh, he's good, all right. Yeah, I know he's good. I don't know why I'm asking, to be fair. And uh, Connor Jones, I've not really seen much of Connor. Yourself. Yeah, Connor's a very good player. Um, I've arranged to have a knockdown at, at Potters with him sometime. I've been messaging him on Facebook. So hopefully that'll be a good player to practice with and improve my game. You definitely will, definitely will. I think you beat him as well, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so also we have um, a shout-out for Joe Tomlin, who I know has recently done the air conditioning up at Potters. Um wanted me to give him a shout out so that's absolutely fine there you go joe also cohen did you know that morgan is left-handed mm-hmm. yeah i've heard that a lot of times i do know that amazing i'm glad you know that do you have any shout outs today uh yeah i'd like to thank all my sponsors so i've got potter snooker and pool club where i practice from they give me free tables and everything to play to practice my pool which i'm greatly appreciative for bjp electrical ben pearson souls plastering for nick soul the Lucky Kiss Pool and Snooker Club, uh, well, not Snooker, sorry, Lucky Kiss Pool Club in Tamworth, and then um, Crystal Clear Window Cleaning. So they're my five sponsors, and I'm all greatly appreciative for them five who helped me to play pool and hopefully get better. Class stuff, mate. I like that. I like how you remembered them all because I wouldn't have remembered all of <laughs> well, them I there. I, well, I, I suppose they're all on your shirt, at my yeah. Top, but <laughs> that's I fair I'd enough. Look them out from my brain. <laughs> Good stuff. Anyway, so we'll move on to a bit of background about yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, you mentioned that you started playing kind of just after lockdown when your dad built a cabin in the yeah. garden. Um, England under-15 international, mm. that's unbelievable at your age, you know. Thank you very much. Nations Cup winner. Yeah, yeah. wow. Good what th- a moment. I was going to say, that experience must have been excellent, but we'll go on to that further on in the show. Um, so, yeah, we'll start off with um, how you kind of got into Paul in the first place. Um, you say, you mentioned your dad's cabin, obviously your dad's a player himself, Um but prior to kind of that cabin being opened and, you know, lockdown and things like that, were you were you interested in playing? Well, um, before pool, I knew my dad played pool and everything, but I was just football mad, you see. Mm. I played for my local club, Albert Village, and probably say I started about three or four. And when I noticed I wanted to take on pool, I finished football at about the 11, 12 years old mark. So I've been playing for about eight, nine years, but... That was the sport that I loved, and I've I've got great feet, so I'm quite a good dribbler. But I'm only a little guy, so I didn't quite um, grow at, when it comes to like twelve. So I thought I'm just getting bullied off the ball. So I decided to take up pool, and my dad built a cabin, and wow, um, I never think I never look back. I love it. You say that, but do you know who else is a really small guy? Who? Lionel Messi. Lionel Messi. <laughs> you are right. Yeah, that's it. No, but listen. Obviously, you've talked to Paul mm-hmm. very well. Thank um, you. You've not looked back since. You've been doing classwork. But you did mention you started playing snooker first. Wow, yeah, I did. 
Um, because I did get three snooker tables at one point, and um, I played for um Potter's E team, I think it is, just to start playing snooker in the competitive stage. Yeah. And um, first week I managed to get a fifty-eight break, which Class. is nice. which is all right. Um, I managed to get a 91 in practice, but I did uh, just split the balls open and thought, let's see how much I can get. I don't know if you can class that as a break. But listen, yeah, listen really for anyone at home that hasn't played snooker, sorry to butt in there, Cone, but sorry. for anyone that hasn't played, 58 is more than all right. <laughs> Way too modest there, mate. 58 is class. That is very good. Um, so I noticed that on your 13th birthday, you had a frame with uh, Big Dave Gilbert. How did that go down? Oh, well, um, I was... Very uh, anxious for that because I didn't actually know I was going to play him because okay. he had he drew seven people out of a hat or something like that. Played seven and then <laughs> Dave gone. We've got a lucky guest and I was sat there thinking, oh, is Mark Selby upstairs or something? And he's gone Cohen Bradford and I thought, oh no, let's get my cue out and let's see what I can do. Yeah. So I broke off after a good safe wart at the top. But you know what Dave's like? He just got down and showed me how it's done. That's it, just like the professional that he is. But I mean, that that experience in itself, that's that's what some people do kind of dream about. So that's, and it must have been great for yourself moving forward, especially when I think of snooker, how much it helps your pool game. Yeah, um, Q action. Yeah, did, did you find that it kind of, not improved your game because you started snooker first, but did you find that moving on to pool, the snooker had helped your ability? Oh, 100%. Like I say, playing with Dave on his star table, it's it's like, what what would you say the best pool table is? That's a good question. <laughs> um, I I'll be honest, I'm not really, I don't really look into the types of tables, but um, kind of the ones you get, at, you know, your ones at Potters, mm. I don't know what you call them, but like them ones there. Whatever's on Ultimate Pool, that stream table. Yeah, we'll take that. But yeah, because um, all the pros practice on that star table, I had some frames of Dave Dave and Troy Randall, who go down potters, my cue action, it's all to do with like keeping your head still when you've hit the ball. I normally do two strokes back, a little pause, flip my eyes up on like the cue ball and then strike. So it's very um, very perfectionist, would you say? So bringing that over to my pool game. Sometimes you can get into the white a little bit too well because your cue action is that good. But yeah, so my cue action, I would say it's probably one of the strongest parts of my game, but... Thank you to Dave and Troy who's taught me this cue action, which I love. Yeah, that's good. Excellent stuff. So, obviously, aside from pool, um, you mentioned there was something that linked into the pool, and that was yeah. uh, greyhound racing with your granddad. Mm-hmm. Um, can you tell us a story on how that links into your pool? Oh, well, this is a great story, this is. Well, um, I've always loved the dogs. I used to um, race racing greyhounds at Monmore Green in Wolverhampton, Nottingham and Perry Bar in Birmingham. It's something that I, I've loved all my life. We've had dogs. We've had a bitch called Token Memory who ran in the St. Ledger final at Perry Bar. She come fifth. But the story how it comes into my pool is my granddad, he decided to have dogs with Paul White in Stoke. And if you don't already know by the surname, Paul White's son is Liam White, who's an ultimate pool pro. And one day he messaged me saying, you're right, mate. You can bring your queue up today and I'll have a game with you whilst my granddad and his dad do the dogs. So whilst they're doing the dogs, doing all that sort of stuff, I'm playing with Liam at pool and wow, what a great experience that is. It's just different level, these ultimate pool pros. I, if I can remember right, I think he ended up beating me 11-2. But 
I didn't have many chances, but the two I really had, I did take. So quite proud of a two off Altman Paul Pro. Yeah, to get two off him is that's brilliant, and what an amazing story as well to to link that into now. If you if you fast forward now to where you are and what mm-hmm. you're doing, and the places you you're destined to go, so to speak. Um, I just think that story to start all of that is it's brilliant. You know the way it links with your granddad as well. Yeah, it's just class. That's good. Um, so do you still have anything to do with the Greyhounds or? Well, my granddad sadly got cancer, bless him. He's cured it and everything, but he ain't really as interested in the dogs now. So okay, I only I'm really went with my granddad Ian, but I, I still watch him sometimes on the te- telly, mm-hmm. but I don't really go to the tracks as much. No. But when it's in summer, me and my granddad might nip up to the dogs, see, because we've had some pups out of a bitch called Token Memory. We've had okay. seven, but yeah. I hope, I hope to um, see him again sometime in the summer. Yeah, hopefully you can get get that done in the summer, mate. That would be uh, mm-hmm. that would be good. Um, so we're going to move on, and we're going to talk about something I know you can't wait to talk about. We're going to go on to <laughs> social media. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> so we'll start with your TikTok. Um, yeah. Just over three thousand eight hundred followers. Uh, well, I've just done a live, and I've managed to gain thirty odd followers. So I'm now at three point nine k on TikTok. <laughs> there we go. There we go. So obviously like over 47,000 likes I think it was I saw um, on all of your videos spread out all together oh yeah that them numbers are, are scary just for mm-hmm. not that it's just pool videos but like obviously they're kind of skill shots or clearances and things that yeah, you're doing yeah you got all your trick shots tutorials run outs and all that sort of stuff when you're doing these kind of trick shots what's what's kind of your inspiration for them how how are you are you just randomly trying them or have you seen them before and then you want to give them a go or well sometimes some of them I watch um probably one of the best best um how, do, how would you say it but most entertaining player Gareth Potts mm-hmm. all his trick shots in it on his TikTok page I've um tried to just do some of this but some of them are just ridiculous where I thought oh I've got to give up but I've done a couple of gas potses. I've done a couple random ones that I've seen. But some of them, you know when you're in a frame and you think, let's just have a lash at this. And sometimes it comes off around a couple of random angles. So um, that's how I know a couple of my random angles. So some of these trick shots are just um, hitting a hope in a frame and then remember it. Put like the eight ball over a pocket, come around them five, six cushions and then you make it. So... Yeah, that looks good. Yeah, it's very good. They they do look very good. Um, do you want to tell everyone your TikTok name so that they can go and give you a follow? Um, on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok, they're all called Cohen Lugsy Bradford L U G Z Y. There we go. You've <laughs> heard it. That's my nickname because I've got rather large ears. <laughs> <laughs> Can't see them right now, mate. You've got your headphones on, so <laughs> so you're lucky. But no, um, yeah, everyone get following Cohen. Go view his videos. They are they are very good to watch. Um. We'll move on to your Instagram and your YouTube that you also mentioned. Oh, yeah. I forgot um, about my YouTube. Yeah, how could you forget? 350 <laughs> subscriptions, you know? That's it. Close to 400 now. Um, YouTube is more of like my me longer races with my dad or like races with Alfie Wheatcroft, who's probably my best mate and what a lovely lad he is. I love practising with him because playing together, such like a close standard between me and Alfie. Love the lad and everything. Just had a game with him up my cabin. We did a TikTok live. I ended up winning five 0 Sorry, Alfie. But um 
yeah the tiktok lives that's probably um the most the most thing that i enjoy on tiktok because you can earn a bit of money through that as well when people send you gifts so whilst you're playing pool you come back to the screen and realize you said 100 roses which is like a good gift and then it's equal to like a quid or something like that but it just keeps adding up which is good yeah that is good that is good how much have you earned so far if you don't mind me uh, um crying? well some i've withdrew it well i've only just been doing it for like two weeks now but in that time i've earned about close to 15 pounds which ain't bad that's not bad at all We're, no that isn't bad at all when you know the more kind of lives you do the more viewers you get the yeah. more followers you get them numbers will just go up so just keep at it, mate. That's absolutely brilliant. Thank you, mate. No worries at all. Um, so what about your Instagram? Talk to, talk to us Instagram, about your Instagram. I've got close to 700 followers on there, but like like your TikTok. So on my Instagram, that's just where like you um you do like your short videos. So it's like your trick shots, mm-hmm. your run outs and all your tutorials under a minute, really, because them, them short catch videos are the one that catches the viewer's eyes. That's it, yeah. That's correct. Um, so yeah again guys if you make sure you go and give uh, Cohen Lugsy Bradford a follow thank you very much Dave no, anytime anytime so obviously a few weeks ago you you were turned out for England in the Nations Cup yep um, I can see you smiling already <laughs> uh, we've got to talk about it because I mean to win the Nations Cup to be in it and play for England is, is one thing to then go and actually win it and you know win it with a group of mates or you know just, mm-hmm. just the people you play with that feeling at the age of 14 must be, I don't know, I, I mean, I don't know how that feels. So can you put that into words for, for people? Um, I'll have my best go at it. <laughs> um, I've got to say a big shout out to three, three of my other teammates. That's Jamie Whelan, Harry Goddard and my doubles partner for it as well, which is Tyler Hemstock. All three of them, great lads. But yeah, um, the Nations Cup winners. Oh, wow. That, that feeling. When we all grouped together, got the trophy, had pictures, all that sort of stuff, got the medals out and everything. I couldn't beat it. It's probably one of the proudest moments of my poor career so far. Definitely. And it, it, not just proud for yourself. I mean, you, your mum and dad must be, mm-hmm. you, you know, the, the rest family, of your family must be incredibly proud. I mean, it's. I've heard people that are just from Burton that aren't related to you say how proud they are. So that, that itself just shows you the kind of level that you're playing at and the things you're doing. Um you also played in the singles there, obviously, and the doubles. Yeah. Um, in the singles, you were quite unfortunate. You got to the semi-final and you faced, obviously, Charlie Earnshaw, who Is we know can play. World champion um, at the moment. As you know, you've got the world champion in France at Albi in last November, it was. Yeah, so to, to lose out 4-2 to him, that's, it's nothing to... it's nothing to not be it proud about, is it? great field, that was, to be honest. I went 1-0 up with a break dish. He bounced straight back with a break dish, one all. I think I, what did I do? I broke, he reverse cleared, 2-1 down. I've done the straight, I've done the exact same. It's 2-2, two, two, like four finishes. And then he's gone 3 to all. It was a bit of a scrappy frame that he's won that. At 3-3, three, three, uh, sorry, at 3-2, I should have should have been 3-3. Three, three, and that, that um, decider could have been a whole different story. But I've played on the rail and it's just rattled. And I was perfect on the eight ball for make it 3-3. So quite unfortunate there. But unfortunate. at least I've lost to the best player in it because he went on to win. That's it. You've, you've lost that to the winner again, as I say, someone that we know we can play. So you can't be disheartened about it, can you? No. I've got. I've beat some great players on the way as well. Uh, first round, I beat a Scottish lad 4-0. I forgot his name. Sorry, mate. Uh, the round after. <laughs> He's probably not listening. <laughs> he probably isn't, no. 
the round after I played a lad from Wales called Cameron Hamilton. That was a really close game. 2-0 down, brought it back to 2-2. 3-2 up, 3-3 and managed to win on the side of 4-3. After that, I've played a lad who's been on the Ultimate Pool Tour before, uh, Justin Matthews, great player he is. I've gone into that thinking, I am the underdog, but if I play, and I know I can play, I can beat most people in this section. And I've I've come out on top, winning 4-1. And then I faced Charlie Earnshaw in the semis, who's the reigning world champion of the under-15 section. And he's he's knocked me out, but fair play to the lad, because he's gone and beat Cassie M. Abrahams in the final 5-4, who's from South Africa. I'd just like to say um, what a great player he is as well. Uh, me and Cassium exchanged shirts after, so I've got his South African top and he's got my England one. So that's a class touch that is. Nice lad he is yeah, as that's well. That's good. That's good. Um, so how did you, how did you get your way into the England setup in the in the first place? Um, I went to um, I went to trials at um, I think it was Stratford. It was I can't remember the what time of year it was and what club it was, but I ended up. Coming second out of 23 people, Justin Matthews got the first spot. He went into the A team and I ended up coming second. Well, two, three, four, five got into the B section, which obviously me, Tyler Hemstock, Jamie Whelan, Harry Goddard. But me coming second put me in the B team and that's how I got my way into the England squad. That's that's some good going out of 23 people to, to finish second. Was, was the standard kind of, was it? Was everyone kind of on a similar yeah. bar or? Um, well, um, I don't want to sound rude, but the top five, so it was like me, Justin, Tyler, Jamie and Harry, we were probably a level better than everyone else, but the lads in um, six, seven, eight, nine who got to the B1 team, they're all very good players as well. Um, Jake Loden, Vinny's lad who went on last week, he ended up coming tenth, so missed out by one spot. Oh, bless so him, but is, he's a good player. He is as well, to be honest. Him and his brother Harry. Yeah, we've got to make sure we mention Harry as well. We can't <laughs> mention one without the other. Nah. Otherwise, there'll be uh, fights going on in the household. And Vinny and Sammy would never forgive us. So nope, <laughs> won't want to get between them two. No, definitely not. Um, so obviously, you're just going to keep going for England now. Um, mm. Where do you kind of see yourself going with that? I mean. I assume that you'll just eventually just keep booming and, and playing incredible pool, but do you see yourself being one of the biggest stars? Well, that is my dream, to be honest now. Paul is you know, my aspiration to be the best at. But hopefully, because um, Charlie Earnshaw is now, I think he's 15, it's his last year in the under-15s, hopefully, because I keep playing for England, I can become a world champion at under-15s and the... Uh, Nations Cup under fifteen champion now, because it'll be it'll be gone to the under eighteens and it's my last year in the under fifteens. Then so I thought I've got to try and prove myself in that age section. Yeah, I I think it will happen. I I do. I haven't seen you play um, and see the standard you're playing at already. It it will definitely come along. You've just got to obviously keep going at it, which you know already. Um, how much how much does you does your dad push you? Obviously, we know your dad can play. Oh, yeah, um, my dad. Well, probably I'd class him as 
Burton's top five players, top seven. He's, he's definitely up there. He's yeah. got to be up there with like your Robbie, John, Kyle, Brad, all them sort of lads. Yeah. But he's definitely up there because when he wants to do it, he can do it all right. It's just sometimes with the lads messing about, you don't always show how good he is. Mm. But my dad, he's very, um, he makes sure I'm always concentrating, never messing about, just so I can try and get the best I possibly am for like, so your events like, I'm going on the RPA tour in May at Coventry, so I need full concentration in that to hopefully do well. But if I'm not concentrating, I don't stand a chance. Yeah, of course. And, and I mean, what a, what a kind of great teacher to have, as you mm-hmm. say, he's, he's up in, he's up in the top five, if not definitely the top kind of seven, eight players in Burton. Um, 100% top 10. Definitely. I mean, to have him showing you the ropes, especially, you know, you've got a table at home and everything. Yeah. Um, I mean, that must have improved your game so much over the last couple of years. Oh, um, yeah. I'll say I built it in about 2020 lockdown. Mm-hmm. And once you've built that, got a table in there. Wow, it's just perfect for me. I can practice on that as much as I want. It's obviously free because <laughs> Art Potter's, but... not got to get you 50p's out for this. <laughs> no. <laughs> Don't have to get me 50p's or quids, I don't know how it is. But yeah, I don't, like I say, it's a black ball elite table with, um, I'm not very good at my cloths either. It's either Strachan Superfinal or Hainsworth match, silver. But that cloth and table is just fits me perfect. Tight pockets, which makes your potting ability even better because you don't want to be playing on buckets, do you? You don't, mate, no. But yeah, um, the cloth, table, absolutely perfect. Got an eye and a brush. Keep it fast, pace, perfect. Is he listening right now, your dad? Um, well, where would he be on a what was it Friday night? We've got Alfie Wheatcroft's family and Harry Loden, Jake Loden family coming up my house. So I don't know if he's setting the cabin up. Okay. Oh, actually, I tell you what he's doing is at football training with my brother, so oh, he won't he? be listening. Bless him. Well, that's it then. So you can you can answer this as freely as you want. I can be a bit nasty race, about race him, to actually. five. You versus <laughs> your dad. Race to five. Who wins? Well. He's not listening. He's not listening. Um, Race to five. I don't think I'm at his level yet, so I would definitely put him favourite to win. But first to five, you never know. I could buzz, flow, and I could beat him. It's only first to five. Race to 21, race to 18, 15 against my dad. I would never fancy myself winning that. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's fair. That's that's a fair answer, definitely. Um, yeah, so we spoke a little bit about about this before the show, but we'll move on to it now. Um, your kind of next steps to get into the next level, because um, there will there will be people listening to this, um, kind of youth players around your age, similar age that are definitely, you know, the likes of Harry and Jake, for instance, and yet Alfie's, they might be listening and they might want to take it to the next step and mm-hmm. you know getting into England, getting into county yeah. or however they want to do it. What what kind of advice would you give to them in them making the next move, so to speak, the the next step? Um, what I would say to get better is what I'm trying to do now is just practice with like the best, better players than me. So pra- trying to practice with Kyle Cope, your Rob Chambers, John Chambers, and I might be arranging a, arranging a game down Potters with Connor Jones, who's not on my pool pro. It will definitely improve my game. To like just watch him play, like your roots, that's probably the best thing that you need to practice. You know, like your roots, take a finish yeah. out and just yeah. keep it as simple as possible. But yeah, Alfie, Harry and Jake, if you're listening, 
Uh, just try and practice with the best players you can. Just perfect your white ball, have it on a string, just pot everything. And then, ever get in a bit of trouble with your white ball, you can just pot yourself out of it. So, that's probably what I would say. Yeah, it's it's great advice to the to the younger players. Um, something I know you have no issue with is confidence. <laughs> You're obviously a confident lad, which is which is great. You know, a lot of people your age would love to have that kind of confidence. Mm-hmm. Some people do like some people do struggle with nerves when playing. Yeah, um, I know quite a few younger the younger players do struggle with this. How do you keep yourself so kind of calm when you're playing? Um, to keep myself calm, I just try and zone out. If just there's people behind you or in front of you, just try and if they say your name, just totally ignore them. It might be rude, but just try and zone out. So just full focus, eyes on the table at all times, just thinking my opponent's going to miss and this is how I'm going to win the frame. So that's how I would keep calm and everything. Mm-hmm. Good advice, good advice. Um, <clears throat> I hope you've done your research on this one um, <laughs> because Vinny was a little stumped last week, which which is understandable because it's very much on the spot. But we're going to ask you about your five-a-side team. So your perfect five-a-side team of players, I suppose you could say from Burton, but you've also you know you've played in England with some great players as well. So... Mm-hmm. If you could pick your five-a-side team, with you included, so you're number one, you've got four more players, you want to go take over the pool world, you've got to pick your four men. Or, or women. Yeah, who'd, yeah. Who'd, who'd you pick? Well, I've got a little twist for you here. Oh. Would you want me to do it? It's players I've played with around Burton, or like your all-time, including the ultimate pool pros. Why, do don't we do, why don't we do both? We'll do, the, we'll do players you've played with first, mm-hmm. and then we'll go on to the big one. So, the players I've played with... Sorry, Dad, if you do listen, but you are not included in this. So, Ooh, Paul Bradford, grounded. you are out. Grounded. Um, first of all, without a doubt, it's got to be John Chambers. He, he is probably the one player I have to perform when he's watching me because I don't want to mess up whilst he's watching. He's just probably that one player where you get, on, get under a little bit of nerves because you have to think, wow, I have to really do impress him. Mm-hmm. His brother, Rob Chambers, he's like an uncle to me. I love him so much. He helps me game and everything. What a man. Funny bloke. So there's Rob, John, your first two people. Them two are both on the show next week, by the way, guys, if you're listening. That'll um, be a great laugh so, on here. Yeah, we're looking forward to it, but we're uh, we're not allowed to go over time, so um, keep them answers short and sweet. <laughs> uh, you got your Rob, John, and then I will have to include the under-23s, world champion which is Kyle Cope what a great player he is if he sticks at it he'll be an ultimate pool pro as soon as you know it agreed so one player left and he's probably the most talented player I've ever seen how much wood he can get on that cue ball some of these tricks he's shown me that I can't quite do yet Brad Williams mm-hmm. what a player he's an absolute animal on that table a machine yeah he is agreed his, his white ball I can like the amount of scrub he can get on it, and like, oh, he's perfect for your TikTok, his shots. But yeah, that is my four aside team with the players that I've played with. So, five aside, sorry, me being captain Rob Chambers, John Chambers, Kyle Cope, and Brad Williams. I mean, we agreed that was going to be the players you played with, and then we'd go on to the big one. But how how do you top that? <laughs> yeah. How do you how do you move on and make a like a different five that's that's better than than that around, especially around this area. I don't think there's a possibly one better unless you were listening to me five a side team right now. Well, you want to go on then? 
Go so, on, this is what we're waiting for. This is what we are waiting for. I've planned this out, I was talking to my dad about this, and this is the five-a-side team, which I don't think could possibly lose out. Number one, because I'm in the team and I'm the captain. <laughs> my back might be aching because I'll be carrying him. But um, So you'd have number one, Mick Hill, six times world champion. Or was it seven, six or seven times world champion, something like that? It's it's a lot either way. Oh, it's a lot, yeah. Um, Gareth Potts, spoke about him earlier on in the show. Gareth Potts has got to be in there. Mm-hmm. You've got to add the magician, haven't you? Chris Mellon. But, honestly, the player who I think is better than three, them three, Tom Cousins, he is an absolute yeah, is machine. An yeah, His break is absolutely massive. Probably the only player who can keep on par with his break is Jack Whelan. His break is massive as well. But yeah, that is my overall five-a-side team. Me, Mick, Gaz, Chris and Tom. Yeah, I watched I watched a lot of the Ultimate Pool kind of around Christmas and the Christmas before as well um, mm-hmm. on the telly, on BT. And Tom Cousins is definitely the one that's impressed me the most I mean and he's he's not one that gets spoken about as much as the others as well the others as the others you mentioned you know you guys potch Chris Mellon they get mentioned a lot there's a mm-hmm. lot of talk about them obviously we see Chris Mellon's you know cra- crazy shots all crazy the time escapes just very scary stuff you know things you can only dream of performing especially you know live on telly it's and then it's you've got like your Gareth Potts who does his all his social medias yeah. and does mm-hmm. it over in China don't he yeah he does it you know these are the names get, that get spoken about but Tom Cousins is kind of not in the background, because obviously he's won a lot, but he doesn't get as much mention as the others, I feel. He doesn't, no. He deserves but, it, though. But when I've watched him, just to consistently, you know, the break dish, reverse dish, constant, is unbelievable ability. Um, and someone I someone I just enjoy watching. He is definitely brilliant. I think well, a couple weeks back, it might be a month or two now, didn't he win both pro events on the Ultimate Pool Tour? he did. Connor Treacy mm-hmm. won both the amateurs, but... Connor Treacy, he had a bigger field than Tom, but to do that on the pro section with like your Chris Mellon, you guys, Park Mikhail, it's ridiculous, yeah, the, really. The, isn't bigger, it? the biggest of standards. No, oh, to just yeah, be able definitely. to do it. Yeah, I agree. That five is 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 pretty um pretty disgusting. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. Listen, there's nothing to stop you one day being being it's at that level. Saying, you know, yeah. you at the end of the day, you're 14 now. You know. These these guys are why in the, in their thirties, forties. You've got all this time to improve, um, and I'm sure you will. I'm sure you will. Hopefully. Where's your confidence gone? What do you mean? Oh hopefully? yeah. Oh sorry. Definitely. I'm gonna say you changed character then. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I mean we've we've spoken about your obviously your five aside teams, but if you had to pick just one player in Burton, you know if it was kind of like a, I don't know, I won't say life or death situation, obviously, but <laughs> yeah. If you needed someone to win, win a frame of pool for you, single, well, single frame pool, a single frame pool. I've, I, I've what I've watched. There's only one man who can do the job, and it's got to be the man who's an uncle to me, Rob Chambers. He'll He's got that. serious bottle that lad. Like watching him at the county finals, he he gives it some when he wins. Um, but yeah, he's definitely the man who I want on that. One frame decider, would you say? 13 or first to 14, something like that. Definitely want him at the table. I wouldn't say um, I wouldn't say he'd be shaking on his shots. He'd be perfectly still. Just like a normal game. He is a man who I want in one frame pool decider. Fair play, fair play. Um, not John then? 
Yeah, sorry, John, but <laughs> I've got a cheesy buffer over here. Yeah, sorry, John. Sorry if you don't agree with that. But um, Rob's won that one, unfortunately. <laughs> um, so you obviously, you play you play youth level. Um, you play with a lot of youth players. You also play with a lot of adult players. Who would you say is kind of the most underrated player? Kind of around you, maybe someone you play with. Who, who would you shout out as someone that maybe doesn't get... Maybe you see how good they are. Yeah. But maybe other people kind of don't. Would you say... Um Youth, or would you say like men? You can do one of each if you want to, if um, that makes it easier. Well, let's think about this. Youth, I don't think he gets enough mention, but it's got to be Alfie Wheatcroft because, wow, when he's flowing, he, he can be quite dangerous, he can, to be mm-hmm. honest. Like, takes out, he puts some ridiculous balls. Mm-hmm. He's very, very good player. So he's definitely the, the youth player I'd point out. Not just because he's my best mate, but he's a great player. Yeah, no favouritism. Just uh, <laughs> no. no, you know what? I've, I've seen Alfie play a few times, and and I agree. But in in fairness, on top of you saying that, I have had a lot of people also give him the praise he, he rightly deserves as well. Vinny, Vinny last week was one of them. I have heard, I have only heard good things. I've not heard anybody ever say anything bad. So yeah, fair play, Alfie. You keep it up as well. Um, we're going to adult though. Um, adult. I won't say he ain't had no praise, but I reckon if if Brad stuck at it longer, I reckon he'll be he'll be like I would say he'll be an ultimate pool pro. I seriously would. If he stuck at it, practice, 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 he'll be an absolute machine. It's not like he's not a machine now, but I reckon he'll be even better than he is. Yeah. So he is the man who I think deserves probably a little bit more talk, even though he gets a lot. Yeah, he he does get a lot, but he, you're right, he, he is a player that, as you say, if he played... A wasted talent, sadly. <laughs> Sorry, Brad. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so I've got a question that um, somebody sent me via message and wanted me to ask some guests. Um, I'll give you the shout-out, Jack Gladden. There you go. Um, but he's asked me to ask people what their favourite pub is to play at, and that's taken out kind of the venues of, of Potter's, you know, Break room. Oh, your clubs, yeah. Just, so you want just a pub. an actual, an actual pub, an actual venue. Um, not that the others aren't venues, but you know what I mean. Yeah. So it's, it's a. Would you say a place I've played at then in like Wednesday league or something like that or Tuesday league? Um, yeah, I'd say a place oh. you've played at. You yeah. know, when when you take into consideration table, the venue itself, maybe if you want to put the food in there, if you want to <laughs> account the toilets, you can. You know, some people like them things. Where, where would you go? Really put me on the spot there, to be honest. This is what we want. Oh. I can't let you have it all your own I've way, I've got to think about this. Place I've played at. Take your time, because we've got a lot of uh, landlords and landladies listening in, waiting for your, know, eagerly yeah. waiting your response. I don't so. want them to ban me if I don't say their pub. <laughs> I'm sure they won't. <laughs> um... Horrible, this is. Yeah, this is how Vinny felt last week on every question, so. Sounds a bit boring for you, sure, if I take ages to answer it, though. No, you take your time. I need to just think of a table I like, because at your pubs, you don't probably get the, the right looking after, the roll off, the mm-hmm. pockets are nasty. Or this is why it's a, it's an interesting question. Cloths or that sort of stuff. Yeah, like I, for instance, I play at the Great Northern on a Wednesday, and I love the table. But it does have a it does have a cheeky roll here and there, and it does have a couple of holes in the cloth. 
I really like the table because it's got you know it's tight pockets. It runs nice. I like it. Um, so you know you do have to take them things into consideration. Right, I've thought about you it. You got it. Oh, here we go. Come on then. A little drum roll. Um, the Mount Pleasant Inn. It is very close to where I live, but I did play there last season with Brian Oliver, the captain, and I played with Alfie Wheatcroft as well. It's I don't know what table it is or what cloth it has on now because I ain't been there for a while. But whilst I was at it, it was rapid. Oh, it's great. They had RMF Pro Cups, white ball, your object balls all perfect, all been cleaned and everything. It's great that was. I've thought about it and that is definitely my answer. Yeah, it's a, it's a good answer. I I like the venue. Um, obviously, it's a bit far from where I live, but when I've played there, table, you know, Toilets, excellent condition. Mm. <laughs> Especially the carpet, that's the best. Ah, lovely carpet. Curtains, excellent. <laughs> uh, but no, yeah, that's a, that's a very fair answer. I have been given a question to ask you, Cohen. This has come from our own uh, Yvonne Lawrence, so I'm pretty sure she's only sent it so she gets a shout out. But <laughs> she's asked how much you're in love with Rosie. Oh, oh and that's putting you on the spot what as well. Stupid question. <laughs> <laughs> He's not happy with you, Yvonne. That is a class question. He is not happy with you. (laughs) Well, I would say I love my family, but I do like like Rosie. I don't like her. I love her. I think she's a lovely girl, to be honest. She's been to the pool. You wouldn't really want much more, would you? That's that's, that's fair. Rosie, if you're listening, um, you've got a little admirer here. That's my princess. She's currently here (laughs) on holiday in Turkey. Hopefully she comes back single. Perfect. I don't want her to come back with a, a Turkish boyfriend, I don't. No, I, they, yeah. With pearly white teeth or anything like that. <laughs> oh, good old turkey job. Um, okay, yeah. So, currently you're playing in the, the second division on a Wednesday. Um, yeah. That's Steve one. Chips Division 1, isn't it? Yes, it is, yeah. We, we've spoken about this before, the kind of standard in that. Um, surely it's the Premier League for you next. Well... If we don't get promoted, I think we should. I've I've got to go in that Premier League because you're in my division, aren't you? I am, yes. From uh, the Great Northern, I'm playing from Potters. I don't think it's that good of a standard. You get some teams which are good, some not so good. Sorry for if you're listening, if you cut from that club or if you're sitting down at the bottom end of the table. But That'll be us, <laughs> the Great Northern. <laughs> but... No, I don't really think it's the best of standards. So if if we don't get promoted, I've got to try and find my way into a, a local pub or venue so I can be in the Premier League and just playing the better players. I need I need this experience of being in like the leagues at the best standard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I am I am to an to an extent in agreement that some of the standard isn't, especially when you've played at the span, standard you're playing at. You know, mm, you've, definitely you've played for England. You've you are as good as you are, so I completely understand where you're coming from. It is also this this um, this division one, the, the Steve Chips Taylor uh, division. It is quite highly contested. You know, there are there are teams that are doing very well in it. Um, the league table is not exactly completely split. There is quite it is quite a bit tight, but I do agree that the standard isn't <laughs> for your standard. I I agree. I know where you're coming from. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it is quite a tight league, and obviously we've got um, Jordan Denslot at the top of the league at the oh minute. Oh yeah, um, you've got a few games in hand though, haven't you? I think one or two. We we ain't doing too bad. The Potter Snails, 
We've, we've lost one game to Tuckbridge Tornadoes. Yeah. Matt Card. Yeah. Very well, then, yeah. They beat us 8-2. We didn't win one singles game, but we won both the doubles. Me and Alfie did a break dish to go 1-0 up. Massive downfall, 8-1 down. And then um, I think it was Kieran Bexon and Josh Radford, the old Fester boy. <laughs> they won Fester. the last doubles. By the way, Fester, if, you, if you're listening to this, um, by any chance, if you could just reply about our rescheduled match, that'd be... That'd be Pretty great. Sweet. <laughs> but yeah, um I don't know how many matches with him we're in, but we've had a lot of draws. We've only lost one, so lost one and won a lot, drew a lot. So it's not bad to be honest. I think we're sat fourth at the moment out of what is how many is in the t- table. I think it's twelve or thirteen. I mean we're back in we're back in eighth or ninth, but we're like two wins off getting up to fourth and third. So it's um it is quite tight. And obviously we've got the rearranged game with yourselves, which which we're going to win. So that'll, that'll put us back up there. <laughs> Wishful thinking at the minute we can't buy a win. but Well, we come to your place and Drew 5-5, five five, so when it's our venue, I think I'll rock up and do the business. And yeah, we'll, I can we'll get see. you in both my singles. Listen, we put the Two names down first. I'll play, I'll play you twice. Why not? Let's go for it. <laughs> say I beat an England international then. <laughs> um, yeah, but obviously... Do you think you'll go up? I think I think you guys you're you're in quite a good Fourth. position. What is it? Top three go up. Top three go up. I think with these games in hand, obviously we can. I think we will all get top three, and hopefully we will go up. Mm-hmm. So that'll be definitely better to be playing in the prem. Hopefully we can stay in the prem as well because we don't want to be a Norwich team, do we? Up and down. Don't want to be a Norwich. Too good for the championship. Not good enough for the prem. Completely agreed. Um, say worst case scenario, you don't get promoted. Where where do you go? What do you do? Um, do you do you stick it out? Try again another season? I won't, I won't really want to do that to be honest because I know you don't. That's why I'm asking. As funny <laughs> as the lads are, I can't concentrate in that team to the standard I want to be concentrating at. Mm-hmm. You got your your Fester, who's <laughs> oh, he's a funny boy, that lad. Some jokes about him and everything. But if they'd accept me, I don't think they would probably because they're just a level above me. I could try and get in that Potter's A team with like your likes, your Kyle, Brad, John Chambers, Rob Chambers, my dad, Jared. What a class lineup that is! Yeah, it's a, they lost the game, you have they? It's a scary lineup. Um, they came to us last season. We were in the Prem at the Northern, and uh, obviously they've all come down to us, and they've written the name down first. And obviously most teams just kind of write the first half of the sheet down, and then that's it. They writ like seven or eight of the singles down, and every single player was. Just Unbelievable to have to have eight players that you're looking at it going. Well, I don't really fancy playing them today. <laughs> um, it's very scary. Um, but you know they didn't win the league last season, did they? I don't think they did. To be honest, it was from Shobnall last year, weren't they? Yeah, they were playing at Shobnall, and I think Royal Oak won the league. Royal Oak Horninglay was yes, it? Correct. Yeah, I believe so. Anyway. Adam Edwards and then what was it? It was Adam and that lot. Yeah. So shout out to you guys because that's fair to play. win to win that league with that Potter's team in there is is some going. So fair play, lads. Well done. Um, something that's quite a good question. It's split in opinion, I think. I'm quite split on it, um, and I know a lot of other people are. On a Wednesday, you can obviously draw matches. As we've said, you, you've drawn a lot of games this season. Are you are you happy with there being 10 frames and you can draw, or would you rather there be nine and you can get the win? Are you shaking your head already? So. Shaking my head. It's got to be nine. I hate, I hate draws. It's got to be a win or a loss situation. So if it's 4-4... Four, four, that frame has got to be vital for the win or for the three points or the no points. I don't think 
draw should be in ten, um, included. To be honest, it's got to be nine for me. I do feel like it's a bit of a nothing thing. You know when you know when you go out and you've you've obviously been out since, especially if you go for a knock four. Say you've been out for three or four hours and the mm-hmm. game's finished and it's like oh we drew. Like I don't know it. For me, it takes the excitement out a little bit. But I've spoken to I've spoken to tons of people who like the draw system. They like there to be a draw. They like the fact that if you five four down, you can you can still scrape a draw. So what? No, that's not a bad bad thing. That's it's one way to look at it. But again, this is why it's split in opinion. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll move on because we don't want to. <laughs> no. We don't want to talk about draws too don't much. Don't want to uh, mess up the system. Keep an eye on it. Yeah, that's it, mate. Agreed. Um, so we've already talked. We've already spoken about your next steps. Um, but do you see yourself kind of? You've got the singles in Burton. You've got the doubles. Do, do you enter them already? Um, I don't really think I've been in the singles yet or anything like that. But next. Next year or when it restarts, I might go in. Um, the SWAD singles, which is old two-shot carry, but mm-hmm. I'll definitely be going in the overseal singles, which is black ball rules. But I don't know if I should go in this SWAD singles, old two-shot carry. I don't think it really improved my game too much. I might just go in overseal singles. How do you feel about them rules? I asked Vinny um, last week, we spoke about kind of the difference between Sunday rules and Wednesday rules. How do you feel about the Sunday the rules? difference? Um... I'm quite an attackive player. I don't like, I don't like to go into a frame thinking, "Oh, this is a really scrappy frame." I have to play loads of safeties and get, get your two shots and everything. So, your black ball rules are the rules for me. International, yeah, they're great rules, but black balls are the one for me. Um, definitely with the uh, Rob Chambers here. Sorry, Vinny, that you do like your international rules, but Rob Chambers is right there. Um. But yeah, I don't really like Sunday rules because it can be you can just drop up behind the ball. Where wait when you've got to wait a cushion, it makes it harder to play a safety, which I think is better. I was I was just about to say that makes it a better game for me. If Definitely. You, you know, if you've pulled off a snooker that you've had to come off a cushion, it looks ten times better than a little anybody can drop a ball behind another ball, right? Mm. Anybody can do it. Um, I'm not also I'm also not a massive fan of two shot carry. No, I I feel like it can, it can just give a frame to anybody. If you foul on a Sunday, I know people will say, "Oh, well, just don't foul then." But sometimes the white does take a cheeky flick off something and and pops in. You're in trouble. It, yeah, it you matter, right. Don't matter who you play, you are then in trouble because it's two shot carry. They've got a safety net. You can have like what what do you say five reds on a table, like one yellow left, and you're on red. You can put all your reds. Black will be tricky. Just roll it over the arm, and exactly. you got another shot, aren't you? Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I don't really like the rules for the two-shot carrying, just dropping behind balls. No, no, agreed. And I think that's it's probably why, you know, kind of 90% of people around Burton that I've spoken to prefer the Wednesdays. Um, it makes it more competitive. It makes it better pool all round, I believe. Um, so, how are you doing in the hit squad this season? Oh, um, Do you know? I don't actually know, to be honest. I don't know if I'm... For the last three, four weeks, I've won all my... My first single, which are the hit squad singles, aren't they? You know, like your first Correct, game. Yeah. I think I've won my first, my first singles for the last four weeks, but I don't know if I'm in the top ten or not. So, I've I've been playing quite well all season. Just picking out the frames. Like last week, we went to Shabnall. Well, two days ago on Wednesday, I managed to get 
two out of three. I lost the doubles with Alfie, but I won both my singles. We ended up drawing five all, which is <laughs> not sweet. No, no, the draw again. We're going back to the draws. Um, but yeah, it does. Yeah, it's it's awkward. I mean, when we played you guys at home, we we went. I think we went five two up. Something like that, and then we've come out, and, and, and then you've pulled it out. back to to get the draw, which has been good for you guys, but for us, heartbreak. We, yeah, you know, but five two up. It'd have been nice to have got the win, but as I say, we can't buy one in the minute anyway. So um, sorry to the outcast lads if you're listening, but it is a, a harsh truth from your captain. Um, right, okay. So I mean, I've asked all the questions I had lined up for today, um, but we we will continue to talk because I'm sure you've you've still got plenty to talk about. Um, we spoke about the singles, doubles, you entering them. Um, sometimes first round games can be tricky. Yep. You know, you, you say you draw Kyle first round. Yeah. Um, if that is it, if that is the what happens, how do you take that? How do you go into that? Obviously, you know what level you're at, and you, you know you can play, but you also know you're coming into a game with someone that, that can also play and that's at an incredible standard. How do you go into that at your age? I, I'm just trying to because I didn't start playing properly till I was kind of like 16 ish time. So I'm trying to get the perspective of, of a 14 year old that's playing at an incredible standard already. How do you prepare for a game like that? Well, for a game like that, like I said, I've been playing about 20 months now. I'd say because that's when my dad built the cabin. So 20 months, and I'm at this level now. So if I'm playing someone like Kyle. I try and go in all these contract experience competitions so you get like your potters and then I'll go in on the IPA tour like I've said. You know the um the what's it what's it called? The tour around this area so you've got like potters in it, you got Ambers. Oh yeah, all the tour events. Um, yeah, White Rose Club in Osset. Yeah, I know, I know I've played in it, yeah. yeah I, don't, I, don't, I don't know the name of no, it. No, neither do I. But yeah, if I'm if I'm playing Kyle first to seven, as good as he is First of seven, it ain't probably the longest and the best player won't always come out on top. But if I break and dish, you can't do anything about that. Exactly. So if I keep, if I break dish every time I've got the break, I could, I could quite, well, I won't say easily, but I could, could beat him off doing break dishes or reverse dishes. I know I'm capable of doing it. That's it. That's that's the confidence you need to take into it. And that's something that people listening to this will, will take away as well. And that's, it's one of the main reasons we do this show. It's, it, does give viewers and listeners the chance to listen into players that are playing at your standard and to take little tips from it, take little things from it. As much as a great player Kyle is, and I don't want to be mean, you'd, you'd always play the balls, wouldn't you? Not the name or anything. As big as the name Kyle is, but he, what is he? World champion in singles and doubles of Charlie Begley. You just play the table, just dish him up and sweet. You've yeah, got the of course. Frame. And that's... That is the way to look at it. That's the best way to look at it. Um, some people do just unfortunately look at the name and you know think, oh, oh God, I can't I've got win. You know, why do we always get the bad draws and the hard draws? I've yeah. done it myself. I've been there. Um, but you are right. You do need to just play the balls. You need to play the table. As you say, if you if you're breaking in, if you break dish, if they dry break and you take the dish, what what can they do? They Nothing. can't. They can't do anything, and that's you taking frames. So that is the best way to look at it. Um, so I hope that helps some some of the people that are listening. Um, yeah, so is there anything else you'd like to like to talk about today? I said this at the start of the show, but I, I'm thankful for every single one of my sponsors. I've already said all the names, but Potters, I've, I have to give them another mention. Everything they do for me. F- um, 
you got Artie Phil, Neil and Dave. They do everything for me. They give me free pool. Me and Kyle get free pool down that club, so us two can practice together. Mm-hmm. Brings my game on. So, yeah, fair play to them for giving me free tables and sponsoring me. So Yeah, definitely. And if they I didn't have them giving me free tables and sponsoring me for these events, I don't think I'd be where I am right now. Yeah, well, I, I agree. I agree. Um, and also... Uh, You've given you've given them back the reward at the end of the day. You know they are sponsoring you, but to go and do what you've done, Nations Cup winner, you're playing for England. You have rewarded them already. You've already done the work that, that, that yeah. they thought you'd do when they sponsored you in, originally in the first place. So, you know you've you've got to take massive credit for that, mate, because that's that's what it's there for. That's what sponsorship's there for, and that's that's where you go with that. So, mm-hmm. fair play. Um, Yvonne has messaged in with a. Serious question. I do that in Ooh. inverted commas because um, it's Yvonne. It won't be. I'm not sure if uh, she sent this before we spoke about it, but she's asked about your favourite rules between between all of the rules. What's your favourite? This is definitely another great question. I've already sort of said my favourite rules, but it's got to be between black ball rules and international rules here. You've got to pick one. I'm so going to make got, you pick one. <laughs> you've got your black ball rules on your RPA tour. And then you've got your international rules on uh, Ultimate Pool Tour. Mm-hmm. But for me, it's got to be Black Ball because international, you could, let's say you've got, you can do your skill shots in Black Ball, but you know in international rules, you could have six pockets covered, let's just say that. They could just drop their ball onto yours, pot it, and then they just play from there. It's silly rule, that is, to be honest. Mm-hmm. But it, it can be great in times if you're in that sticky situation and you can just play that loss of turn and leave them snookered. But black ball are the rules for me because I just think everything, every rule is perfect and it's well thought about. It all makes sense, black ball, doesn't it? Definitely. Every, like you say, every rule just kind of makes sense and nobody ever... When you look when you look at Sunday rules, we've done it tonight, when you look at Sunday rules and you look at international rules, there are rules where you go, that doesn't seem right to me or oh, that's, you know, two-shot carry, that's, that's a bit dodgy. Whereas with black ball, it's like, yeah, I like that rule. I like that rule as well. Touching a cushion, yeah, that's decent. I think the rules just say everything about the Wednesday game itself. Um, and that's why most people enjoy it, I suppose. Mm-hmm. A rule set we ain't mentioned, and I hope I never, ever mention it, is world rules. <laughs> I can see you giggling there, because oh, yeah. they are. I, d- I turned up to a competition spickable. once at, um, at Plaza in Stoke. <laughs> Not knowing it was world rules, I thought it was black ball, and I've, I'd obviously paid to enter and everything. And I've turned up, and they've said it's world rules, and I, I wanted to leave, but obviously I've travelled to Stoke now, so I'm not going to. But yeah, that was in my head throughout me playing. Then because I'm like, oh, I forgot to say, I like, I don't want to play them. I don't so, even know the rules to to say bad stuff about it, but I've heard like you can you can deliberate foul and everything. You can just play the white into open space or something. I broke. I, can't, I mean, we're talking talking a while ago now so I can't remember what happened exactly but I broke and I potted a couple and then I played my next shot and I something to do with me not nominating yeah that, I was that's like, one I was like oh, what are you on about yeah what? you have to nominate a ball or oh, it's a full foul or something and I just it threw me it completely threw me um, so yeah we won't talk anymore about world rules and if world. you play world rules you're not coming on the show no I mean <laughs> you know but yeah they're, I think they're gone now aren't they never ever to be in any more competitions ever oh, that's alright then that's that's good. I think to I've hear. seen that by an ultimate pool pro, Dave McNamara, put that on his Facebook. Oh, thanks for Thank that, Dave. Up. We needed Thank that. God we needed that information. Gone. Definitely happy days. Anyway, Cohen, it's been class having you on the show. 
we wanted you on. Really enjoyed it, mate. Good stuff. I'm glad you have. You've come on at short notice. You've been confident. You're well spoken, professional. Absolutely love it. And I'm sure the I'm sure we're gonna get, you know, listeners are gonna love this as well. So massive thank you for coming on. Um nothing to stop you coming on in the future as, as well. Once mm-hmm. you once you've, you know, gone and won the England singles, we'll have <laughs> you back on, you know. Uh, and we'll hold you to that as well. Um again, massive thank you to Cohen sponsors. Um obviously put in the hard work for him he's, he's showing them off to me um we'll get a picture with him on and we'll, we'll get it on the socials for you um massive thank you to microbrew radio as always and a massive thank you to you listeners because without you listening in and enjoying the show we can't do what we do so next week on the show we do have john and rob chambers rob the better one so cohen says um <laughs> both unreal really really looking forward to that one as i'm sure you are at home and uh, I hope you're both ready for the uh, for the questions I've got lined up for you. But as for now, we're gonna we're gonna let you all go. And Cohen, I'll say thank you again. Okay, and thank uh, you all for for listening. Microbrew Radio done a great job here. I hope the uh, radio keeps growing and growing with Dave's great episode chalked up. Make sure you're tuning in every single week with all these great people he's having on. But my last words are thank you all for listening and over and out from Logsy. What a lad. Thank you very much. Uh, Yeah, you have a good weekend. Thank you very much for listening in, guys. Cheers.